one of the comments we had on our YouTube last week to, to switch subjects um, now back to the Bruins and the roster that they're going to, the moves they might have to make this off season. Um, we had talked a lot about Bertuzzi and do you trade all Mark in order to create space cap space to try to sign Bertuzzi. There's two comments that came across. One was that you gave up so much for Bertuzzi. You gave up a first and a fourth round draft pick for Bertuzzi at the trade deadline. And you only had him for three months. Um, but then comment to that underneath that was, well, think about it. If you have a goalie that is as good as all Mark is when he's healthy, that kind of a player could steal a playoff series. That kind of player, a goalie getting hot could win you a Stanley cup. Whereas even if Bertuzzi's playing at the peak of what he can possibly play, probably his individual effort doesn't win you a cup. So uh, just a little bit of comments and, and things that were added to the discussion about the Bertuzzi and, and all Mark topics that we talked about last week. Yeah. So I guess my response to that would be, yeah, in a vacuum, all Mark playing the way he did this season is more valuable than anything Bertuzzi can bring you. However, Allmark has had two chances as a starter in a playoff series now and has lost the starting job before the end of the series in both cases, and the Bruins have lost both series. So, yes, he could get hot and win you a Stanley Cup, but he's now, let's just be honest, he's failed the two attempts he's had uh, to be a playoff starter for the Bruins. Um Bertuzzi, meanwhile, tied for the team lead in points in his only playoff series as a Bruin. So, yeah, in a vacuum, like, that comment is right. Allmark and the goalie position is more valuable. But the other question is, like, okay, what what do you have in their place, you know, if you're moving on from one or the other? And in goal, I'll still take my chances with Jeremy Swayman as my starter. And whether it's Brendan Bussey or, you know, veteran free agent backup X, um, I think I'm still going to feel pretty good about my goaltending. And I probably still feel pretty good about my wings, even if Bertuzzi isn't re-signed. But as I've said before, like, part of it is also planning for the future. And you can lock up Bertuzzi through his prime years and have him you know, if you're going to have like a year or two reset, if Bergeron and Krejci retire, you have him on the other side of that. Elmark's a free agent in two years, so you might not have him on the other side of it. So that's also a factor in terms of like piecing together a roster, not just for next season, but planning several years ahead is where I think the real value lies in Bertuzzi because he is still in his 20s. He's still in his prime. And I think you can have him as sort of a core part of this team for years to come, not just the next one or two years. Um, whereas, you know, I don't think Allmark really fits into that puzzle because even if you came for another year, like at some point you're, you know, you're not keeping Allmark and Swayman together for like six years. Like at some point, you have to split that up and 
you're probably not re-signing Allmark when his deal's up in two years. So it's, it's just a smaller window. So um, it goes beyond just like looking at their seasons this past year and saying who brought more value. Um, so that's kind of my thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go quickly because I have a lawnmower guy out, out front uh, just going to town right now. So I echo everything Scott said. I would agree with that. The Another comment I would, I would add on would be, um, yeah, the goalie position is capable of, of, of stealing a Stanley Cup as opposed to another singular player. But I think goalies are far more replaceable than there it is. You got that one in the background? Easy, <laughs> lawnmower. So, um I just I actually that, couldn't really hear it, honestly. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's piercing right now. I, I feel like it's like <laughs> in my ear. So that's good to know, though. Um, yeah, like, like it's far. I think it's far easier to come across a, a goalie. How many times do you see a, a third string goalie go on a good run or, or a journeyman goalie, like bring a team deep? And like it's goalies are. I don't want to call them a dime a dozen, but they're a dime a dozen. And. I just feel like a player like Bertuzzi doesn't come across very often. So yeah, the goalie position in general is the most important position, but I don't think that necessarily the, the, the individual goalies are, are irreplaceable. Um, I think, I think you can find somebody, you can find somebody in the minors that can, that you can groom and, and, and adequately do the job for you. So, or be capable of, of, of being that guy on, on, on one run any given year. So yeah, I, and and in addition to everything Scott said, that's that's the only thing I would add on is I just feel like it's it's easier to replace than somebody like Bertuzzi. Like he's a very very effective player. And it'd be different if they didn't have an idea who that replacement would be, but they know what they have in Swayman. It's not like this is we've only seen Swayman for half a season, and you know he might be the next guy, he might not be. Like we've had a big enough sample size with Swayman to know that he's ready to take over a starting goaltending position if they need him to, and that he's honestly good enough to compete with the top goalies in the league. Um, I think I mentioned this before. It comes down to redundancy for me. Uh, they, You got two great goalies, and it worked out for you this year, the whole regular season, but what difference did it make in the playoffs? No, it didn't make a difference in the playoffs because, I mean, you can argue that on the coaches to not see that they needed to make the change when they did. But if you're not going to use it to your advantage, then you need to find another way to win and, and, and think about it differently. And I, well, in our conversation with Mark Dibber as well, Brennan Busty seems like he's got a lot of promise coming up the system. Maybe not this next season. Maybe you get a veteran backup for a year and then Bussy's ready, but you want to start kind of doing what, they were doing with Swayman when he first came came in to Boston, which is testing him out, seeing what his NHL readiness is. Um, and so you give Bussy a chance to develop as well. If you go with Swayman as your number one, open up cap space with Allmark and start rotating, seeing what your your next tandem might be with Bussy and seeing what you have there. So um yeah. While the point is taken that a goalie, a great goalie can win you a series or, or a Stanley Cup, they also have to be mentally tough enough for the playoffs. And Allmark hasn't made he hasn't made that case for himself yet. Um, I honestly think Swayman might be the more mentally tough of the two of them. He seems to get over things pretty quickly. He's 
kind of got that short memory. I know all goalies say they have, but you can actually see that those things affect Swayman less, I think. Um, to get to the Bertuzzi half of it, um, yeah, Bertuzzi is kind of a special player in what he brings. Uh, there's no one else on the Bruins right now that really necessarily brings the same skill set that he does. And and you can, if you can keep him for longer with Allmark's contract coming to a close here in two years, uh, I I still like Bertuzzi. Even if you have to trade Allmark, I still think that's the move. <laughs> I think that your best trade option in the offseason is Allmark. It's just because of the value that he has right now. And they're in a situation where they need to get rid of cap. And that's, that's an option you have right there. Yeah. And we should say like, obviously we've covered this on previous episodes, but if this is like the first one, someone's listened to this off season, we understand it's not, you know, trading Allmark isn't the requirement to, to keep Bertuzzi. There's other options, other ways to free up money, whether it's, Taylor Hall or a couple defensemen or whatever. Um, but this was just, you know, obviously the the hypothetical posed. And I do think it could ultimately be the move because as we said, like Allmark in theory would be the the piece that has the most value in terms of guys, you know, actually making real money. So um yeah, like I could absolutely see them exploring the market for a Grizzlick, Forbert, Riley, not really liking anything out there, exploring the market for Hall, realizing, hey, maybe there's not as many teams as we thought who can take on, you know, a 30-something forward with a $6 million cap hit. And then they find, oh, there is real interest for Lena Selmark. Like, I, I could see things kind of playing out that way where it's, they're going to explore all these options and maybe Allmark's the one where they're like, okay, we can actually get what we consider fair value in return. So, And they need picks. <laughs> yeah. We've gone over this several times. They've traded away so many picks. They need they need to try to get those back um, at some point. And I don't think you're you're not trading Grizzly for a first-round pick. You're, you're, like, you might be able to trade Allmark for that, though. So, I mean, he's going to be a 29-year-old reigning Vesna Trophy winner. Mm-hmm. That his value is will never be higher, and he's not he's not part of the Bruins' long term future. You guys mentioned it; he has two years left. He's a he's a 29 year old impending Vezina Trophy winner who has shown nothing but collapse when it comes to the playoffs. And you know, I'll be honest i didn't I didn't love his. I, I mentioned this at the time. Like i I just I just I didn't love his responses post 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 games uh, in the in the playoffs at times. Like. You know, you, you literally there's a million different plays over the course of 60 plus minutes that that decide a hockey game, right? It's not just one play, but in game five, the Grizzlick Allmark blunder at the end of the game literally led to the game winning goal. So you have to say that play did cost him the game. And after the game, the media is asking, how, "How do you feel about that? Whatever." And 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 his response is, "I'm feeling good, thanks. How are you?" Like just being sarcastic, and I just. I didn't like that because even though he's trying to act like nothing's going on, nothing's bothering him. It's just it, like, he's going to move on. It's what it is. Shit happens. Like I, I want to see, I wanted to hear some accountability. I wanted to hear like, yeah, like I let my team down there. I'm going to come back in game six. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure he was saying that behind closed doors, but I just, 
to your point, Bridget, about Jeremy Swayman, like when Jeremy Swayman talks to the media, you can just tell he means what he says. And I just, I just don't like that snarky, sarcastic goalie. Cause it just, it, it comes across to me. Like they let they're 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 trying to prove that things don't get to them, which tells me things get to them. Like, yeah. you know what I'm trying to say? If that makes sense. I do. Yes. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're saying. Cause I, we see it when we, when we talk to the guys and Swayman probably comes out. If, if something like that happens to Swayman, he probably comes out and says, I really let the team down and really like reflectively immediately after would, would be saying like, I, the, uh, putting the blame on himself. Cause he's not going to want to blame other people. Like, and then I can see him rebounding from it a little bit better. Like he, I don't know. He's a more mentally tough person, I think. Um, and you need that in a goalie. Um, and I think he's, I think he's a great option for them as an, as a number one. I think if you put him in the series sooner, maybe it, you know, maybe, maybe different outcome for the Bruins. This was something we covered about a month ago when the season ended. So we don't need to get into it again. My last question about the Bertuzzi Olmark thing, I'll go to Scott here. Timing wise, Bertuzzi free agency will open. Um, Bertuzzi's obviously going to test the market. Um, he is going to raise his value. Um, so I don't, I don't see the Bruins signing him before free agency. He's not stupid. His agent's not stupid. He's going to go out well, on the free market. I mean, unless he wants to stay in the Bruins and make a, a, what they believe is a fair offer. Like it's not, it's not a question that happens every year that, you know, guys that would be one of the top free agents on the market gets locked up last minute. And usually it's, you know, usually a lot of that stuff happens right around the draft because that's kind of, when you get a better idea of, okay, we made this trade, we freed up this money or whatever, like, yeah, right. Bruins couldn't do it right now, but if, or when they, you know, potentially trade someone leading up to the draft and during the draft, like you could see them turn around in the, you know, couple days in between the draft and the start of free agency and, and get something done. Like if, um, you know, presumably they'll know kind of what the price range is that, that they have to get to. So if they got there, like I, I could see Bertuzzi signing a deal before the start of free agency, but. Um, and timing wise for Allmark, that would be a deal made before the draft as well. You would think, I mean, if they wanted an immediate pick. If they could get yeah. a, a first round pick in July this year's draft, the of, then that would draft be, is the end of June. Free agency starts right. July 1st. Um, yeah, I mean, you do see some deals get done after the draft, like that big Kachuk Huberto trade that was after the draft. And there was a first round pick involved in that. It just was the next year's first round pick. So, um, you know, for the Bruins, like they don't have a first round pick next year either. So I think getting that would still be a value, you know, either way, like you're, unless you're getting like a really high pick, which I don't think is probably in play you're not drafting someone who's going to make an impact this year anyways. So um, yeah, you, you'd probably prefer to get a first round pick this year. I will just say straight up, like I don't know enough about next year's draft class to know if it's considered stronger or weaker than this year's uh, I have, have not had a chance to look that far ahead yet. Um, but 
I think there would still be value to them of getting one next year because they don't have one next year either. All right, Bridget, Scott, are there any final questions we should attend to before before we log off? No, but once again, send us your – or comment on our YouTube. Send us – email us your questions. Uh, tweet at us, whatever, whatever you want to do um, so yeah. that hey. – Skatepod at wei.com or at the skatepod on Twitter. Yes. Thank you, Scott. Um, and we'll try to answer questions as the weeks roll on here. Very and, good. And again, keep keep your eye out for Burns News this weekend because I'm going to be away and stuff tends to happen when I'm away. So 